You're listening to episode number 341 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a twenty-four hour a day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? Wanna gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So I'm into season four of Las Vegas, and I've got some notes I wanted to share with you because I thought you would you would find them amusing. For, for the Wait. record, Tony, it's not that I haven't watched it. It's just he... I thought we were going to watch it together, and apparently because, you know, I have to work and stuff, he just decided he couldn't wait, so he's just off and running with it. We can and rooms, watch it together. I want to watch it again. And the rooms where we have a DV, uh, DVD player, we can watch it, is not where I normally I can am. fix that. That's I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on these things. So that's just wanted you to know, Tony, why I didn't have an opinion on it, is I have not been, you know, the, the, the situation has not been made convenient <laughs> for me to participate. I totally get where Mark is coming from, that he would watch it again. As a matter of fact, quite honestly, once you guys are done with them and I get them back, my wife and I are going to are going to watch it as well. If for no other reason than, um, you know, just the 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 Vegas, you know, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, like food porn. It's Vegas. Yeah, porn. it's Vegas porn. That's right. actually the first note that I have. This is excellent Vegas porn. Some of the best I've ever seen. It, it really is. But okay, so so go ahead. What, so that's your first comment is, is Vegas porn. What else you got? All right. What so other thoughts? here's how I'm going to describe to you a good third of all the scripts. There's a problem that only the security team can solve. <laughs> and don't, whatever you do, yeah, don't get the police don't involved. Don't call the cops. Because the first answer to all of their problems is like, we'll call the police. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. The Montecito is located South Strip, and Ed's office is located at Treasure Island. Let it go. That's what it is. Just let it go. <laughs> Delinda, a.k.a. Molly Sims, her character as a genius and a master of all trades and an auto mechanic is really hard to believe, not just because she's Molly Sims, but she, it seems like the kind of character backstory that somebody would have invented to go, oh, my character was a genius. Like, where did you see that your character was a it genius? It almost seems like, too, at least from what you've told me, is like every time they need somebody good at something to solve the problem, she's she's it. Oh, yeah, I can also do that. Oh, yeah, I can also do that. Yeah, she's oh, a yeah, jack of all trades. That. She's like, a jack of all trades. Really? And, you're, and then I have to go back because, again, I think I'm only four episodes in. But you introduce her by the fact that she's screwing the main character in her dad's hotel without telling him. Right. Like, come on. Really? Sorry, that was my two cents I had on that. Okay. I don't like, I, so far, I'm not a, not a fan of her character. And where you told me it's going just seems like, seriously, yeah. this is what we're doing? Yeah. she's. You have to suspend your disbelief for Molly Sims, period. Just You just have to let it go. And then, without ruining it for anybody, what happens to Monica? What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one's Monica? Is that his high school friend? No, she's a character that comes in in season two. Oh, right. I haven't, I haven't or met season her yet. Three? Is it Lara Flynn Boyle's character? Lara Flynn Boyle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, they're, right, you've (laughs) got to watch the show, you know, as you aptly point out, by suspending all reality to to truly be able to um, get through it. I I always loved it just because I thought, you know, because it's in Vegas and it, and there's a certain level of Vegasiness to it, you know, what's what's Ed Deline's background, you know, who, who did he know to to 
learn the things that he knows and to do the things that he's done. And right. I, I, it's, um, but, but it's, I mean, there's so much of it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. okay. We'll just, I'll let that storyline go. Um, One, two, but yeah, the, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, oh, in two overarching narratives that I've noticed is that one, Nikki Cox fake breasts have their characters of their own in the show. <laughs> they are prominently <laughs> featured as characters of their own. Which, which they is... enter the scene three seconds before the rest <laughs> of her. Is she the uh, the the host? No, she's the oh, uh, high school friend. No, yes. the high school friend is y- yes, yes, that's the one you're thinking of. The high school okay. friend. Because the high school friend is in like the uh, meetings and. Right. In that kind of group versus the other one. Yeah, the she's host. the events coordinator. That's what, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then the last note I have is a nipples. <laughs> so many. <laughs> There's so many nipples in this thing. Apparently it is, it, it, bras are forbidden and uh, it, and it's they could, cold. They don't have enough room underneath their outfits to, per, to put a bra. Right. Right. I mean, good but lord, there's not much to most of what they wear. All those notes said it is an enjoyable watch, and, and you are right. I, I My plan all along was when I started to watch it, and I'm like, well, I'll watch it so I can finish it, and then I'll watch it again with Karen. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And, and, and it's worth watching a, a second time. It's it's a, it's a good show. It, it moderately holds up, although I have to concede I probably haven't watched the, the series in about 10 years. But Oh, you're um, going to like it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, it's, it's good. I like it. Um, I have a huge crush on Marsha Thomason, uh, the, the actress that plays Nessa. Oh yes. Yes. I, I love her. And, uh, Vanessa Marcel, uh, is, are the other two. Same. Yeah. uh, Same here. Something uh, about that tiny little feisty thing. I know. Right. She's just so cute. (laughs) Are these also characters I haven't met yet? Samantha, you've seen Sam. Sam's the hostess. She's a little pit bull. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I know Sam. Yeah. Okay. That's who we're talking about. Who's the other one? We find her very attractive. Well, I know, but he said too. Marsha, Marsha Thompson is um, the 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 black British actress. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the accent oh. is awesome. So you know that helps. Well, and that may be you know part and parcel of what just makes her so damn attractive as her, her sexy uh, <laughs> British accent. I once said, to, I'll never forget. God love Alistair for so many reasons, but this one in particular. I said, I said, what is it about? You British, you come over here and our girls swoon for you guys with with your accents. And I said, and I can't necessarily judge because I think, you know, uh, uh, females with British accents are incredibly attractive as well. I said, does it work the same way when us guys go to England with our American <laughs> accent? He just stared. I'm perfect deadpan Alistair stared at me and goes, no, not even a little. <laughs> I think I knew the answer to that one. You just had to ask it just, just know, to make sure. <laughs> so, well, good observations, man. Good observations. I um, I look forward to hearing more uh, uh, comments and, and without giving anything away, some of the plot lines that are, that you just go, wow, that's, what a story. That's, that's insane. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, talk about having technology far ahead of their time. Yeah. Um, you know, the, with the facial recognition stuff. Right, right. I remember reading an article and it would have been, gosh, guys, well, let's see that show ran from like 2003 to 2008 ish. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember reading an article in casino player magazine where they had interviewed someone that was a part of security at a major ho- uh, hotel casino on the strip. And they referenced the facial recognition security, like what is, is shown in the, in the TV show and ask, you know, how accurate is that to real life security? And they said, you know, not even close. It's, it's, it's in its infancy. And, and we imagine that there will come a time where we do what they're doing on this television program, but currently not anywhere near uh, what we've got in, in present day. He said that was true fiction. And f- I'm a big fan of listening to um, gambling with an edge. And, and according to the guests that they bring on, uh, that have worked in security, even within the last year or two, these guests on the podcast have said, no, you know, we still don't have, th- we've got some and it's okay, but it's not anywhere near even what was being alluded to back in this show, back in the, you know, early aught. So it's funny, anyway, it's funny you said that that's that, that compares itself to what I've heard prosecutors say that they have trouble with is that they, people have seen CSI and it's ruined people. They think there's right. fingerprints on everything, and, and and oh, we've got you busted, and DNA, and and it's 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 not. They're underwhelmed when they're in in court, and they're being told, 
Well, no, we don't have that. Well, no, we don't have that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, uh, we've spent a good long time talking about a show that is conservatively 15 years old. <laughs> so why don't we move on and we'll get into uh, wait, uh, the show. <laughs> <laughs> He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. On a roulette wheel at Caesars Palace in Vegas on July 14th, 2000, the number seven came up six times in a row. The odds of that happening are about three billion to one. I got that from Casino City Times. Wow. Right? How many times in a row? It came up six times in a row. That's crazy. Right? Could you imagine if you would have just let that ride? Right. Well, you'd have hit the... You'd eventually hit the cap, yeah. but I mean, oh, still a nice man. problem to have, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> You'd hit the cap probably a couple times on that one, because even if you just yeah, yeah hit the first one, yeah, and thirty-five leave it. to one, no shit. Right. Yeah, that would be okay. I could handle that. <laughs> I I'll re- never forget when I worked in um when I worked at the Blue Chip Casino in Michigan City, Indiana. Uh, you know, we'd sit around because and it, it, it's it's like this everywhere you work for an hour and then you you're mandated to take a, a either 15 or 20 minute break. I can't remember what now. Um, and so, you know, the dealers would all sit in a, in, in a break room together and uh, the roulette croupiers would talk about how they, you know, they saw this string of whatever hit. And the guy, I remember one of the guys saying it never ceases to amaze me that people will bet against whatever has been occurring because they assume that, well, if, and let's take this scenario, for example, the seven being uh, coming up six times, let's just say it was red. I don't know what color right. seven is, but let's just say for argument's sake, it's red. Sure. Um, he said, I would see people that would see a pattern, two or three reds come up. And so then they'd start betting black because they assume it's quote unquote due, due. Right. to yeah. hit. Yep. And he said, you know, it just, it, it floors me. He said, I don't, he said, listen, my attitude is, the, first of all, the ball has no memory, so it doesn't know what color it did or didn't <laughs> land in the last right. three or eight or 20 times. He right. said, but second of all, if it happens to be on a streak, why not just ride the streak? If you're really going to try to pick a way to go, why try to buck the system? Maybe there's a problem with our wheel for all we know. Well, Stick with it. And that was, <laughs> I mean, we don't play roulette hardly at all anymore. I couldn't tell you the last time I played. I've been itching we, to play it, but it, it always drives in the back of my head that I'm like, this is the worst the thing odds you can play. are so bad. But it was one of those things where we would often, at least I know I would, walk up to the table and look at the numbers that had been played. And when you could find a cluster of them that were next to each other on the wheel, that was what I was more likely to bet. Well, I knew I know that there are some people that say there is a way, like certain, certain croupiers uh, spin the ball a certain way right. and they'll land in certain... Specific. They spin it, diff- yeah. yeah. And so there's a there. If, if there's any consistency in roulette, it's that. So right. like as soon as they, yeah, they switch out a dealer who's you know spinning the little ball around, then it's like okay, we you know we got to start over. Right. But I mean that was always something that I looked for were those patterns. Like I, I wouldn't go oh well it's been clustered around you know the, these three numbers that are next to each other on the wheel. I'm not gonna bet those at all. Let's try something completely different. Like that just that's crazy. Yeah. Next up. The twit pick of the week. Game over. Mission failed. You had one job to do and you blew it. That said, you now get why homeless people sleep here. This ground is pretty comfortable. No, no sleep. Not yet. Sleep is your reward for getting up off the ground and getting to your room, even if you need a stranger's help. It can safely be said that if the view looks like the photo from at Caseco 74, I did it again. Caseto 74. The last time he... Who's it? <laughs> and anyway, if, if the view looks anything like the photo from at Cassetto 74, you are in very real danger of waking up in a jail cell. <laughs> so I love the picture. I don't really get how your narrative goes with it. But again, I think this is a super cool picture that they did with the whole 360 look. I think we're going to have to be careful because I'm sure he's got a ton of pictures that are, you know, look really cool like this with this 360 effect. I so, agree. We talked about this. It's whatever inspires a monologue. Okay. So well, I don't get the I don't get the monologue. Yeah. Well, the, the, the I, monologue is meant to be a first person recollection of being so drunk that the <laughs> all of Vegas is spinning. Okay. I I, I kind of got that mark, but I. <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> 
but th- again, another another great 360 uh, picture that he that he's put out there. And this one appears as though, and I'm trying to because I, it's clear that he's Some, standing on a overpass, one of the cross over cross. What do you call those? Cr- the, crosswalks. Crosswalks. Cr- is that what it's called? Right. I don't know when it's up in the it's air. A ped- is it still it's called a, a pedestrian bridge. Pedestrian walkway. Ah, I, I like that, that better. Pedest- yeah. He's clearly on a pedestrian bridge. Uh, I just can't for the life of me tell which one he's on. My guess would be he's he's at the one on the corner um, by Caesars because Caesars is the most dominant building in the background. And so my guess is be that's the closest and everything else gets a little bit further away. Yeah, I could see that. And that was part of the inspiration for that whole monologue is I saw the street view down there. And it just brought me back to people falling asleep on the uh, concrete. <laughs> yeah. Golly. I've been lit up many a time in, in Vegas. Don't get me wrong, but I've never been. Yeah. I've never been so bad that I've had no. to pass out on a. Well, yeah. not in public. No. At least. <laughs> right. So. And what did, I saw a, a picture. I think it was on Twitter the other day where literally a guy was passed out on. It was like on one of the um, the light poles. So it was kind of a concrete thing that looks like maybe he started to sit on and then just sort of fell over. And I'm like. How did you get this bad? And why did you have absolutely nobody <laughs> who's looking out for you? You know, like, it, yeah. it, it always tickles me whenever I see a homeless guy sleeping on one of those grates. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, you're one of the smart homeless guys, aren't you? <laughs> why would that be smart? Because it's warm. It's cold yeah. at night. Not that cold. Not right now. Well, not right now, but I'm not talking about right now. Oh, I'm talking about when I see smell. it. Oh, Lord. I, my guess is at that point, and I'm not trying to be heartless when I say this, but I'm guessing that by that point, you probably smell like that gutter. So right. it, well, you true. probably can't tell the difference. True. Is that me or is it the uh, gutter I'm laying on? Mm-hmm. So, but no, there have been many a times I've awoken in my hotel room and been like, I do not remember coming back here. Like, how the hell did I get back to my room? <laughs> right. And you so, start going through your brain going, wait, what happened? What yes, happened? I'm yes. missing something. I'm missing some time. Where did it go? Yeah. What happened during that? <laughs> Which, in my opinion, is the sign of a good time in Las Vegas. Yeah, You're doing course. it correctly. Absolutely. Yes. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog featured on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. So there may not be boxing going on, but it was still a fight weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. A Wynn Resort spokesman said, quote, the company is increasing its room rates and investment in its security forces and procedures. That in response to a fight that broke out at Encore, one of several that occurred over Labor Day weekend. Per an Encore casino employee, three security guards were hospitalized and 16 people were arrested. No details surrounding the impact of the other fights. However, the rise in violence is widely believed to be the direct result of recent low room rates when resorts reassures that changes will restore the guest experience standards that for which they are known for. You know, it on on the one hand, I certainly expect better from Wynn Resorts. But on the other hand, I, I guess I got to cut them some slack, right? I mean, it's Labor Day weekend. Rates are low. People are looking to get out of town, especially, you know, to, to do something fun, like is Las Vegas. Right. You just don't expect it, I guess, at win encore. You, you expect it, you know, it more of the, the, the party places, maybe the link or, or the, the, about that. Uh, the encore and win have their nightclub. So they, they draw those, true. People. Ah, but they're yeah. not open. Well, that's true. Well, so right. that doesn't mean that those people still don't want to come. So here's what I chalked it up to. I, sure. I didn't think, I mean, may, maybe it is the low room rates or whatever, but ultimately like we're still in the middle of a pandemic. People are getting pretty pent up. Yes. You know, I agree so with that. this to me was just people frustrated out in public, having a good time and but the, it got out of hand. The concern is the frequency at which it's happening. So, I mean, we, well, we, yeah, we're talking like just about three or this. Four, like, there was at least three distinct fights that I can oh, think of. And I saw one this morning that I believe was filmed inside Flamingo. Didn't Flamingo has the, is it Expertlesque? Yeah. Okay. So it was definitely inside Flamingo and it was women and they were for, I think on Twitter, it was a solid like two and a half minutes of them just beating on each other. One of these women actually who was sitting on top of another woman, her tits are out 
and she's continuing to just wail on this girl on the priorities. ground. And then they get up, and she <laughs> is just screaming profanities. And I'm like, what could have possibly happened? Right. That that prompted all this. So I mean, there was that one. There was the guy with the Nazi tattoo in front of. I want to say it was Planet Hollywood. Um, he showed off his Nazi tattoo under his UFC shirt and then promptly got his ass kicked. So apparently he's a UFC fan and not a UFC fighter. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was one outside of Hell's Kitchen that probably had wow. seven or eight people involved in it. And oh, we saw the, the a baby one when we were oh, at right, Cosmo. Oh, right, when we were at Cosmo. We yeah. saw a flare up that it was almost a fight. Right. It, it was kind of funny. Yeah. But um, the Cosmo security got it under wraps pretty quickly. But yeah, it was, you know, a, a hold my purse. Oh, God, that was so funny. <laughs> so there were two two guys, one, a, you know, a skinny, shorter guy. And the other one was a big dude. He was taller and just thick. I wouldn't call him fat. He was thick. Yeah. And there were, I don't know, a handful of women kind of with them, too. And the little skinny dude, we're just sitting there enjoying cocktails at Chandelier. And the little skinny guy all of a sudden just starts screaming he's on the middle of the casino floor again backside of chandelier so kind of between um chandelier and the the elevators to the the boulevard tower which tony you don't know where that is because you never spend any time in there um but you know he just starts screaming at the other guy and you can see the other guys jawing back and forth with them and they don't really get into too much so the little guy starts walking off towards the escalator and he's still screaming and yelling and all of a sudden i don't know what he said but the big guy all of a sudden yells to one of the women with him. He goes, hold my purse, tosses his fanny pack and goes after the little guy. And it was like, what It the was just hell? funny because you just heard somebody yelling, hold my purse. And it wasn't a, a person, it wasn't a voice that you would expect right. to say, hold yeah, my purse. Right, it was a deep voice, yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so that, I mean, that was in the middle of Cosmo. Like, granted, the, the guards got that one under wraps. But even then, I saw people, like a couple of the women that were with them just had their phones out, just recording. Yeah, everyone records now. That seems to be the... And I don't blame them because if you get involved... You don't want to get involved. Yeah. But if you just like, listen, all I did was record this. It's like, you want to know what happened? Here. But it's... Yeah. I mean, that was in the course of this weekend. There were at least four major, major fights that we know of, which is crazy. Well, and think about how frustrating it is. This is one of the reasons why we didn't have a Vegas vacation and why I discouraged people from coming to Vegas because... It does feel with those with those masks on and the shields and there's no bars oh, and like like it's it's one thing after another. So you're there to, to let off steam and you can't even really let off steam. No, you can't. And the video poker bars is is the biggest thing that I miss. Yeah. Like that to me is just insane. So it's like wait a minute. Oh, and now especially that the the restaurants are allowed. If it's a restaurant with a bar top, they can reopen the bar top. So now you're telling me that. You know, having this interaction with waiters and servers on food is going to increase my likelihood of catching or transmitting COVID versus me just sitting at a poker bar, you know, drinking my drinks and hitting a button. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's asinine. Yeah. Next up, Fat Tuesday closed. Clark County has suspended the business license of the Fat Tuesday frozen daiquiri stand in Casino Royale. The move was made when it was discovered that the location was open for business despite the COVID shutdown order against all bars that do not serve food. Once bars are allowed to reopen, their license will be restored. That's, did, a, that's a slap on the wrist. How did they think they were going to get away with this? Yeah. They, uh, so they, argue in, or they argued in the article that what they served was more than like, like it was like, like a refreshment. Like it was like ice cream or some kind of a, something like that. I don't know. I don't there know. is nothing food. There is nothing of nutritional value <laughs> in those yards. There is no, like that is the, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, I guess give them credit for trying. For trying. Yeah. Good for and, them. And you know, well, poor and they social got, they, media was what busted yeah, them out. Busted because them out. somebody like videoed the line yeah and just said no the the line goes until the video is done and it was close to two minutes yeah. like th- there were just yeah that's people, what i mean people are dying for it like please please give me a place to go get alcohol well you could get them you could walk into and i mean you can't get a yard like that right but i never understood those anyway because there's it's no fun. way there's it's th- fun number one too sugary sweet for me but number two there's no way that's going to stay cold and drinkable it's, in it's, it's, vegas in the summer it's a fun fanciful thing to do in vegas oh. 
Yeah, I think you're overthinking it, Karen. I don't think the people that are getting the daiquiris by the yard are looking for high quality uh, <laughs> drinks that they're going to be able to enjoy okay. until they, you know, until they finish it. You're probably it's, right. <laughs> uh, and lastly, we've got some Circa benchmarks. During a licensing hearing, one question about the potential COVID impact, it was revealed that Circa won't have a poker room and will have minimal convention and ballroom amenities. Also during the week, testing of the property's 2,000 programmable neon lights has begun. Additionally, Vital Vegas reports that infiltration inst- insta- <laughs> of the north-facing video... Inst- God damn it. They're installing a north-facing <laughs> video display. That's on the pool deck. Yes. It actually looks like it's on the backside. Is that what you're saying? It's on the pool deck? No, it's on the pool deck. It because it, yeah, it's facing north, but in the picture you can't see the video display. You see the reflection of it in the building. It's, it's okay. Yeah, whatever. So it's facing north because Fremont Street Circus sits on the north well, side of Circus, Fremont Street. Circus Tower is 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 north. Yes. Yeah. So the the video board is along Fremont Street facing the tower. So it's north facing. I don't get it. Oh my god! <laughs> and there I'll was, have to see it. Don't don't get frustrated. No, it's I'll not have that. To see so it. here's here's why I'm frustrated because, um, you know, Vital Vegas posted a picture of it, and yeah. at first I couldn't see the screen, but because of the angle where he took the picture, it's almost like it was, you know, back in par- uh, Plaza's parking garage or something. Mm. So you're looking at the building, you can see the pool, and then you see the wall, which is right along Fremont Street. The wall is where the video screen is but you could see the reflection in the glass in the building. And so the reason I got frustrated was somebody asked like where the screen was or what it was, you know, where it was located or something. And somebody actually said, well, it's facing Fremont. So it's facing North. And I'm like, well, it wouldn't be facing North, no, facing South. It wouldn't, but this person, so it was a question that was posed to, to Vital Vegas. Right. This other random person replied and goes, oh, yeah, well, no, it's, it's facing north because it's facing Fremont Street. And you're like, no, no, <laughs> right. no, that's not. And I just, it, yeah, sorry. That was what. And so when you said I don't get it, I'm like, okay, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's not that hard. There you go. As a reminder, Circa is opening October 28th. Okay, I guess that's all we've got for news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, a week after purchasing the Las Vegas monorail, new owners filed for bankruptcy. So do you think that they're going to start boring to these other properties already? I think they're going to finish up what they have first and see what happens and until the conventions come back i i mean they've got time right maybe they will and if the properties are asking for it potentially um but it's not them the monorail filing bankruptcy was always kind of part of the plan it was part of the plan so that's not a trigger for look they bought it it went for bankruptcy yeah they were going to right it just further shows that that the plan wasn't oh let's expand the monorail let's do this it's like let's get this this well, and depending on the, the, the type of bankruptcy, they could be trying to get rid of the a boatload of the debt. So, yeah. I mean, I listen. I, I I hope it sticks around. I think it's a nice opportunity to, for you know, it's an it's an alternative way to to get from one place to another. And frankly, being up that high in the monorail provides a a, a unique view. I I appreciate the fact that it's on the back side of the strip, but. To a certain extent, I don't give a shit. I'm just getting to see a bunch of really cool uh, hotel casinos from just a, a different angle. So I think there's value to it, says the guy who's used it maybe three times in the <laughs> 30 times he's, he's been in, in love Vegas. with the idea. You're of part the of the problem, Tony. I really am part of the problem. <laughs> Listen, I, I know we've said it before. Let's not rehash it, but I will merely reiterate they have it, the worst thing I think they ever did was put it way in the back like make it e- l- dump out somewhere more convenient i agree oh, when yeah. you gotta find it yeah shit if you don't know it's there yep. um it, you all you got to do is one time and, and particularly if that one time happens to be at mgm grand oh, yes, right. right. yeah. you will never period. use yeah. it again no eater vegas reports that park mgm could open as soon as october 1st depending on if mirage quote hits its numbers in september unquote in related news, Link has opened up its hotel and its dining options. Its casino has been open since June 12th. Have we heard when they're going to officially reopen Cromwell? Nope. 
That's a bummer. Anyway. It depends on how long I think they have to take to disinfect it after this uh, <laughs> Love Island thing is exactly. over. <laughs> to celebrate their inaugural season in Las Vegas, the Statue of Liberty at New York, New York is now adorning a Las Vegas Raiders jersey. I, I'm happy that they've got NFL. It's, I am too. It's fun playing Madden and seeing Las Vegas now. Well, except, you know, nobody can actually go to see the games in the $2 billion stadium that they finished. But, uh, you know, Bill, that's that's fine. Isn't that crazy that that SoFi building is, is $4 billion? Like, what the that fuck? That was four? More? That's what they said. It was near $4 billion. So the one in California cost $4 billion, but the one in... Well... It's got to be real estate, right? That's got to be why it was so damn expensive. That's probably part of it. But, um, you know, the other part is it is housing two teams. So maybe they can afford double the budget. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> And lastly, Dr. Dave Schwartz, author of Grandissimo and Roll the Bones, has released his latest book, At the Sands, all about said hotel casino. It's now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, and various other e-readers. I just started reading it. It's a good read. Is it? Is it? Yeah, so far, so good. Because wasn't cool. one of his, you said, was kind of tough to... Was it Grandissimo that was sort of tough to no, read? No, um, Suburban Xanadu is the oh, one that's okay. tough to read. Okay. Yeah, I, I've um, I've only ever read one of his books. It was Grandissimo. I found it to be a, a very easy read, M you know, meaning you could sit down, you could read 20 or 30 pages and it just, it flowed. I mean, I found it to be truly the epitome of, of a page turner. Right. And I really love when I don't have to sit and think through, you know, so let me back up. <laughs> if you've ever read like a court opinion, lawyers Lawyers write, and, and even, even I would even make an argument just in academia all around, people don't speak the way they write. People, I don't, and I, maybe I'm just making a comment about how stupid I am, but <laughs> when I have to sit and like translate what it is that you just, what your one sentence really said. Oh yeah. It I is agree. so frustrating because it. I, I all I want to do is be able to sit and just read it and enjoy and I and, and take it all in. If I gotta sit and try to figure out what the hell you're actually trying to say by the way you uh, yeah. word it, I, you, I you, completely you just, you lose me. Completely agree with you. That's always where I start to get frustrated. Like, listen, don't pontificate. You know, don't. Fucking. Well, and it it's not even that. Like, there's some there's some writers that can create a picture in your mind, and I'm I'm talking mostly fiction because I don't read a lot of. If I have to read a business book on occasion, I will, but but not some of these historical books. But there are some writers that can create a picture or a visual, visual in your mind of what's going on. There's other writers that are so verbose in how they're trying to describe something Yeah. that I, I just, you start kind of glazing over. Like it just doesn't, right, right. it doesn't interest you or excite you enough to make it be a visual. So yeah, there's... There's good people that can write descriptively yeah. to kind of suck you into the story. And there's other people that just... Use too many words. Yep, I I agree. There's you know, no pictures and too thing, many words. Sorry, <laughs> that's right. More pictures, damn it. You know what I what I love so much about Dr. Dave is that is that the guy's the guy is brilliant. Nobody nobody doubts. Forget the fact that he's a, a PhD, right? Which in and of itself is is insanely impressive. But I mean, just right. the fact that someone can be that smart and be able to take and and really explain it in an everyman sort of way yeah. where you can sit down and you can read it. And I don't care what your level of education is. You can sit down and you can, you can, you get what he's trying to say. He presents, he, 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 he paints with words really. And I know I use that phrase a lot, mostly in a sarcastic form, but in a serious <laughs> form here, I mean, I can, when you read Grandissimo and I've no doubt the same way with at the sands, you can almost feel like you're walking through the casino, the way he can, described yeah I can, I can vouch for that's how at the sands is reading is just like grandissimo did awesome. nice well pick it up uh but make sure you go to the 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 blog's main page click on the amazon banner and go about your shopping yeah it's that easy <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's gonna do it for news and prop bets let's check the river Right. No surprise. It's been the Labor Day weekend. So this uh, week's uh, river is a 3HE FA 
360 <laughs> FHE. Hand to God, you guys, I'm only drinking water right now, and I haven't had a lick of alcohol. That, I keep all day. telling you that's the problem. When I you know, don't have any, it becomes right. an issue. You so, have you have that sweet spot. So you, so you have trouble talking when you haven't had any, and you have trouble talking when you've had way too much. We just got to get you in that sweet, happy spot in the middle. Ouch. <laughs> it hurts because it's true. <laughs> and I only say it out of love. You know that. I know you do. I know you do. So this is a 360 FHE. It's our ex- opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week, you went out and explored Vegas. Why don't you tell us about your firsthand experience? Yeah, so we like had a bit of a strat. yeah, we had a bit of a staycation. Uh, we started off with the with the Strat. So the initial, we didn't stay at the Strat. Let's yeah, we didn't stay way. at the Strat. But on Saturday, we were like, you know what, we haven't done in a long time. We should jump off the Strat. Like, yes. Fuck yeah, we should do that. So we ended up going to the Strat Cafe first, and uh, which For I dinner. actually. Thought it was pretty good. It was. I I was. It, it was a little. It, it took us a little while to get seated. Right. And it wasn't that busy. I mean, they had socially distanced tables available. Right. So I don't know if it was a staffing thing or whatever. But um, yeah, we went and I got their beef pot roast mm-hmm. with mashed potatoes. That was really really good. I, I mean, their, I got their hot as hell burger, which was actually spicy. It was good. <laughs> it was hot as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it had, what pepper jack cheese and jalapeno Jalapenos and, and yeah, and some other stuff. Mm, but um, I was yum, yum. pleasantly surprised at how delicious everything was. So yeah, I could agreed. see us, you know, and it was reasonable too. I mean, all things considered, don't don't get a glass of wine there. It's not a good <laughs> idea. But the pot roast was awesome. So then as we're sitting there, we're like, oh, my God, you know what we should do? We should ask Brian and Tanya if they want to jump off the strat with us. They were in town. And um, Brian was totally game for it. But Tanya was like, hell no. Yeah, Tanya's response was, oh, hell no. Yeah. But I'll go watch you two, you know, three idiots do it. So we're waiting for them to come. And as we step in line to get some information about it, we realize of all the attractions that they have there that day, the only one that's closed is the the damn sky jump. And this was before the winds kicked up yeah. this week. So, I mean, it was... And We're not I, really sure why it's closed. I purposely wanted to do a nighttime jump because we've done a daytime. Right. And so, you know, I was actually really... You wanted to ride the rides up on top, too, which I was kind of like, eh, mostly because I can't do anything spinny without getting sick. Right. And that's really the only one left that I want to do is that new spinny one. Right. Which meant next time I'll probably get a sky jump pass and you can get this the sky jump and the rides and I'll just wait for you. Back yeah. Because it's, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was what I was really looking forward to doing like literally as we're standing you know i felt so bad because brian and tanya ubered down to meet us and as they get there we're like it's it's closed so we just we just hung out (laughs) yeah so we found a lounge and and you know had a chance to to sit down we did learn something interesting there are certain so the the rules again in in vegas right now are um if you serve food you can stay open if you only serve alcohol you had to close so what a lot of the lounges and bars are doing, if they have seating, not a tabletop or not a bar top, because you can't sit at a bar top, right. is they're offering snacks, you know, that you can buy. So that's how they get away with saying, yeah, we offer food. What I'm finding interesting is certain places apparently require you to buy food. Yeah, we heard that. And I think most of them were at Caesars properties <laughs> versus others. I didn't know that Chandelier Bar is offering food. Hmm. You don't have to eat it. You don't right. have to order it, but that's how like the chandelier bar is is staying open because they now have like four snacky food items that you can order. I know um, down at uh, that that Guinness Pub, that thing was requiring you to buy uh, drinks to to go into the place. You mean food to go into the place? No drinks. So you were you had to get food obviously because that's oh the place. yeah that's right I did hear who. Was that Mel that told us that? Somebody? Yeah, she was. Yeah, because we were going to go eat there for lunch. Right. Oh, right. That's right. Because she was in town too the week before. Um, but yeah, that. So the the right. Okay. Now I'm I'm with you. Guinness Pub on Fremont. Yeah, you had to buy an alcoholic drink. Right. To go in, you could not huh. just buy food and you know go in and sit. Yeah, you had to buy an alcoholic drink. Yeah. So before we move on, I I, I gotta ask. I get, I get sick to my stomach just watching the YouTube videos of people <laughs> at the top of the strat, but you guys have done the sky jump again. And, and I'm going to sit here and my mind's eye is going to make me sick, but go ahead and tell me, tell me what the sky jump is like. What do you do? How's it work? <laughs> Actually, if you haven't, Mark might want to rehit that video. Cause I know there's a video of me jumping off yeah. on YouTube. Um, no kidding. Yep. But yeah, it's, and everybody's a little different. 
So Mark, so, so they have three different safety checks before you can jump off. And the safety checks are not only of you and your harness to make sure you're strapped in appropriately, but they also ask you a series of questions. So, you know, they won't let you jump if you're intoxicated. They, they want to make sure you know what you're doing and you don't seem like you're crazy. So there's a, a whole process to it, um, which for Mark is good because Mark would be the person that would jump before they made sure his harness was attached. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. He would. No, I mean, he said it. I'm not, I did not, not that he's got a death wish. He's like yeah, so excited I just, I just get too no, excited right, yeah. to go yeah, that he's, gotcha. you know, wants to I jump gotcha. off. I'm the one that by the time they, they got to the third safety check and, you know, I had to, I verb, I had to verbalize my response to their questions. I just looked at the guy cause he kind of paused and looked at me and he's like, are you all right? I'm like, look, I'm going to do this. You have to stop asking, asking me questions. Just, just let oh. me go out there and let me jump. Cause my nerves <laughs> were so like crazy ridiculous. And the hardest part for me, and it was the same thing when we went bungee, bungee jumping, the hardest part for me is stepping off. Once I step off, I'm good. I, I mean, it was fun. You're just sort of, woo, you know, and out there and it was, it was great. But I do remember in the, the YouTube video that we have, you can hear them announce, you know, here comes Karen. And you're kind of looking at the top of the strat and you're looking and you're looking, you don't see anything. And all of a sudden this tiny little dot pops up <laughs> and then gets a little bigger, a little bigger, a little bit. And then it's me, you know, coming down into this beautiful Superman landing, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> But then, you know, Mark's kind of coming over. I walked over to him or whatever. And like, literally, you can see my hands just shaking from the <laughs> adrenaline. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, no, I, I totally want to do it again. But like I said, for me, it's that first step of, you know, just stepping off. Sure. <laughs> Knowing, uh, you know, there's a hundred and there's a, a perfectly good elevator behind me that would take me down very <laughs> safely. It would take you back down. Yeah. I'm just going to jump off the building. Yeah. So I'm watching the video here and it appears as though... You, there are two cords on your right and your left. Yes. You're uh, you're connected to a string that's uh, that goes across. So essentially, it looks like a letter H. Yes. Just for the listener's mind's eye. How do they slow you down? Is it the third? Is it the third cord that looks know. like it's connected to your back? But it literally just as you get close to the bottom, it will slowly start. It's to, what it is. It's the cord that's it's on a, your back. It's that a controlled holds. fall. So this is yeah. not okay. like a free fall. This is not like jumping out of a plane. It's not even like bungee jumping because bungee jumping is a free fall until the, the you know tension in the cord pulls you back up. Um, this one, like you said, there's there's a guide rope on each side that you're attached to, and then there's one behind you. And it basically, when you first step off, it, it will catch you for like a split second and okay. then let you drop. And then once it gets to the bottom, it just, I don't know if it just knows from the distance, but it slows you down and you can do the beautiful elegant graceful superman landing <laughs> no it was it's, it's awesome i've watched it about five times now and it's <laughs> it's i will never do it but well that's not true i shouldn't say never if i got diagnosed with you know something that gave me six months to live um which i suppose is probably how you're supposed to live your whole life regardless of a diagnosis but probably uh, especially when, so uh, when something is this safe i mean lots of other oh and there is a uh at least there used to be a back out clause so let's say you bought your pass um, and you get up to the top and you're watching other people jump and you're looking over the edge and you're going, there's no way in hell I can do this. You've mm -hmm. got a period of time to come back when your pass is still valid. And I thought when we did it before, it was what, two years? I don't remember. That does sound right, though. It was a year or two. So okay. they have that, you know, chicken out clause where you can you can still try it again. <laughs> don't feel like you wasted all your money on the first time. But if you come back and you don't do it, then, you know, it's right. a waste of money. Right. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, one last question on it. If, and I don't expect you to remember specifically, but about, do you recall what it costs to throw one, yourself off from a it building? It was 100 and, uh, 130 just to jump. Or you could get a, um, a jump pass with unlimited rides for like 149 Hmm. Huh. Okay. All right. Good. Very good. Next up, uh, talk to us about Four Queens. Yeah. So I got to say hard pass on Four Queens. <laughs> so I, I'm, I've got this thing where I want to stay at, at every Vegas property. And unfortunately, every once in a while, that means you run into places like the Four Queens. And he, he was so underwhelmed that number one, so normally when we check into a new hotel, we haven't stayed, actually any ho hotel that we check into in Vegas. Like, I have to stand out of the way while Mark videotapes and takes pictures of the room and definitely at least a picture of the view. 
There was none of that. Yeah, this is the it first was time kind of I like didn't take pictures of anything. I was just underwhelmed by all of it. Although uh, the view, I didn't actually mind. I think I was just I don't know why. We were I, just looking at the canopy because we we were above the yeah. canopy level, so that's you know really all you saw. Um, but it was, I mean, the bathroom was small but serviceable. But yeah, it's uh, I I wouldn't recommend it. Or if or if I were to recommend it, it would be, hey, do you just need a place to to crash? Because that's yeah, but even but the, even this the, one, I wouldn't recommend it because us? of those because of those um, elevators. Those elevators oh were brutal. God. They were so slow; it was ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't it. it nah, they're better, way better places to stay downtown, yeah. and even for the price they charged. Us. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So that was that was uh, where we checked in to to stay on Sunday, and after that, we ended up going over to Circus Sports to sign up for it, and then for some reason. I started like everything. Every time I said Miller Light, it sounded like I was drunk. Like <laughs> I don't not get the word. I don't know out. what it is. It's 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 like you've said the words too many times that you intentionally. It'd be like kind of a Miller Light. Miller Light. Like every time, I I don't know what it is. Why it happens. <laughs> but after that, after we 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 did that, and they've got so right now to kind of accommodate um, the fact that you can't go up to a bar and order a drink. You've got to sit at a table. They did a pretty good job of policing the area around Circus Sports, I mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. And in the in Bar Canada, basically, Bar is Canada, where everybody was right. sitting, you know, while they were signing up or watching. But yeah, you had to you had to have your mask on. And for the most part, it, there you had to have the mask on and only move it down when you're drinking and then put it back up. Right. Right. But there were a couple of people that, you know, tried to take it off and the waitresses would come back and be like, Can I at least put that on. But right. I found that if you had it over your ears and you were like actively talking and could have it down on your chin, they wouldn't say too much. But. Yeah. But yeah, they'll say something. Uh, anyway, so after that, uh, we ended up going over to Oscar's Steakhouse. Karen, what was your thoughts about Oscar's? I loved it. So did I. I really enjoyed the space. I enjoyed the food. Our um, server was awesome. The server Mr. Scott. straddled that perfect <laughs> line of, like I was waiting for him to become annoying, but he didn't. Like right. he just kept kind of pushing it. You know, but he but he didn't actually. You know, he was it was an enjoyable experience. I highly recommend it. Great he food. Had, yeah, he was super knowledgeable. He had um, great drink recommendations, and, and they got a reduced menu right now. So they do. So uh, a lot of if you've seen the travel channels and some of the their signature dishes that they're known for, they're not, they don't have right now. But I got the um, the rib cap steak with, and I got an Oscar style. It was phenomenal. It was delicious. And it was cooked appropriately. The mashed potatoes were uh, amazing. See, I, I had a huge fillet, and I—I I mean, I ate that thing, and I—I—I I, I got so full that it was one of those things where, like, I'm gonna get sick was, if I eat. I know, more and food. you specifically ordered the mac and cheese, and it did not even it. try one <laughs> little. I don't know noodle. what it was. I—I I, I went to town on that steak, and something triggered in my head, like going. Too much. Which You've eaten too much. <laughs> Any other time, it would have been fine because we could take leftovers home. Right. But, but because we were staying down at Four Queens, which a fridge was not in one of the amenities that they no. offered, <laughs> we couldn't take any of the leftovers home. I was so crushed because that mac and cheese was really good. And we'll have to go back and try it again. We will have to. Yeah. Uh, hopefully their expanded menu will have a bit smaller fillet. <laughs> I'm just, I'm amazed that it's taken us this long to go. Like, I feel like we should have tried Oscars out a long time ago. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So then after that, we decided to go over to the Four Queens to try out some uh, some blackjack. And this was... Some gambling, yeah. So California. Bizarre. Yeah, is that what I said? No, you said Four Queens. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so we went over to the California and sat down at the, at the blackjack table. So many confusing things happened at this. For one, it was pitch. Right. How is their so, pitch? So we should say their their blackjack table had plexiglass, and right. you could have four people seated at the table. Was it four? Four, yep. Because it was, you know, you and me on the far left side of the table. I don't know what the bases numbers are, especially now that they've eliminated half of them. Right. Um, and then there were two other spots on the other side. So it was four people that you could get at, the, at a blackjack table. Gotcha. But yes, this was pitch. So there was a little opening in, you know, the bottom of the plexiglass where you not only could, you know, bet your chips, but you could pick up your cards. And I was thinking about this because you still had to have a mask on. You had to, you know, sit behind this plexiglass. And I'm like, they are not sanitizing these cards right. every time somebody touches them. I mean, the shuffler has not all of a sudden been miraculously turned into a shuffler sanitizer. Right. So I don't, I don't know what the point of 
all of it was. Like if it had I, just I been the masks without the plexiglass, I think I it wouldn't have felt as the cards confined. was just so bizarre to me. Like I didn't understand. Like the whole reason buffets are having trouble is because you can't have multiple people touching stuff. Like right. well, in pitch, I'm you're touching the. Cards. I mean, I was thrilled when because I just thought it was going to be blackjack. So did I. But I was yeah. thrilled when we sat down and realized it was pitch. It's like woohoo, this I is agree. fun. And I, then you're like, wait a minute. Until it wasn't sense. fun, Karen. Right. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> when Mark had had some problems. I don't know what it was. I think it it had to do with that plexiglass and having the mask on top of it. And was it warm in California or was it me? Uh, well, you also had your jacket on and you had a full tummy. Yeah, whatever it was, really I started getting me. cold sweats, and I'm like, uh, I got, I can't breathe in this thing right now. I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, and I thought I just needed some air, and I got outside, and I, I just went into into panic mode, like going, just get back to the room, just get back to the room. You got to uh-huh. calm down. And I, I stayed, and I was eyeing the craps table, so I was <laughs> able to get on the craps table, which did not have plexiglass no on dividers it. No dividers, thank goodness. Okay, but they were limiting basically a total of six, so three on each end. And it was a $10 table, which nice. we did not see anything. No, I, did, was... I did see a $15 blackjack table at Cosmo one day. Oh, did you? I did. But otherwise, everything on the strip was 25 or 50 Yeah, it was crazy. If you, if you wanted to play anything low limits, you had to go to a machine. So right. if you wanted to play blackjack, you had to go to one of those digital blackjack machines right. or whatever. But um, even... So, Honestly, that's where it's all going. If you like paying five or ten bucks, you're going to be playing. Yeah, you're going to be stuck game. with one of those, whether it's a stadium style or a video poker machine. Something. But even then, because um, I, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but another day we were at New York, New York. They did not have a bank of video poker machines. They had a few scatter, scattered around, but like I always thought that was a casino staple is to have like a bank. Like this is the video poker area, right, where you could go and play on the machines. Right. They didn't have them. They had a couple. No, I didn't. I didn't see them. Either. I walked that casino like three times looking for it. And yeah, because they got rid of one of your games. They used to have one they of your did. games there. They used to. I think it was. I think they had glitters, and it was right by the escalator, so I knew exactly where it was. And it's yeah. It's they got gone. no slot machines over no. there right now, which is a bummer. It seems like a waste of space, um, like what they're doing with it right now. It just had a trash can and. Uh, I think like two trash cans, maybe right. like a little storage thing for housekeeping, but that was it. And I was like, okay, well. But again, the whole floor seemed much more open. Like the machines weren't crammed on top of each other like they've been in the past. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then after that, we ended up going over to the Cosmopolitan to stay for the next couple of days. That first night, we ended up eating at Scarpetta. Mm-hmm. This is not the first time we've eaten at Scarpetta, but it's the first time that I've gone all in to eat at Scarpetta. I know. I was so excited. Yeah. And what and, I mean and- by that is I actually had pasta <laughs> okay okay what do you usually get um if Just i'm uncomfortable with with everything on the menu i usually look for the steak yeah that's I usually gotcha. how okay. i can get him to, to go someplace that i want to go is, is as long as they have steak? a steak yeah then he he's usually okay with it um sure i think he was unimpressed with the steak the first time we were there i was but they have an angolotti pasta with um, that's stuffed with beach beef short ribs and a oh, brown wow. butter sauce and our friends that we were with, Mike, um, kept harassing Mark. He's like, you, you got to try this. It's so good. It's so good. And, of course, I tried it and knew it was good. Um, and I thought, okay, Mike, just stop. There's no way Mark is going to give this a try. So not only did he actually give it a try, which if I would have asked him to, never would have happened, but he loved it. So now it's like, hey, you want to go you know, to Cosmo and have dinner at Scarpetta? And he'd be like, yes, absolutely, we can do that. And now... They actually are, um, most of the restaurants at Cosmo are putting in happy hour deals. So small plates and discounted happy hour drinks. They have the Angolati pasta on the happy hour menu. So now, oh, wow, nice. Yeah, so it's a smaller portion. Um, but sure. we, we actually ended up splitting it. I mean, they were right. great. They, we said we we're going to share it, and they just brought it out in two separate plates, and we didn't have to wear it. Like, it was, fan- it was delicious and fantastic and awesome. Yeah, it was Scarpetta's cool. quickly becoming a, a favorite of mine. After that, we bragged about it to uh, friends Mike and Lori, uh, at, my, at Metal Mike mm-hmm. uh, is, is what he's known at on Twitter, as well as uh, Brian and Tanya. Right. We got to enjoy it. That's, that's where we, when we were hanging out at, uh, at the Chandelier Bar, that's where we ended up hearing the, uh, the hold my purse right. <laughs> the, the little situation. <laughs> but yeah, it was great because we were able to sit. And it was so funny because um, when we got to Chandelier Bar, Brian and Tanya were there with Mike and Lori. And then Mike and Lori were getting antsy and needed to go get up and stretch. And so they left. And then um, Eric and oh, Eric Megan, and Megan. That's right. from Indy 
Uh, we're also in town, so they came in and sat in Mike and Lori's seats. It was kind of great. Like yeah, we just it, got to hang out and talk with people. They came and, to you. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> right. You guys are holding court. You let them. Actually, cut, Brian them. and Tanya were because they were there the whole time. Agreed. So this and they were kind of sitting in the couch on the back where Mark and I had like the two end chairs and. Um, no, no, it was definitely Brian and Tanya were holding court. Um, but, <laughs> That's great. But yeah, it was it was a fun fun way to hang out for the evening. So that next morning, we were looking for something quick to, to eat, and we ended up trying uh, District Donuts. Well, we've had District Donuts before. You have. I don't think I have. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't gotten anything there. Well, and I did look first at the egg slut line because I still have never had anything from there and I want to you try gotta it. you got to snipe egg slut. you got to be there first thing in the morning. You, otherwise, you almost have to, you have to be walking around late. going, I'm hungry. Oh, shit, it's, there, there's an opening at egg slut. Oh. Yeah, there's, there's never an opening at, at egg, egg yeah. slut. Um, so instead, I went over to District Donuts, which is in Block 16. Mark, even though he said he didn't want anything, they had a <laughs> Sopapilla donut, uh, which I know Mark likes Sopapilla, so I thought, okay, we're going to get that. And then I got a Monte Cristo sandwich. Which, sure. again, is in a is on a donut. So it was kind of a weird mix of, you got the salty from the um, the ham and the cheese, and then, you know, the sweet and added powdered sugar and jam and everything on top of it. It's freaking delicious. Yeah. Yes. It, it, was so it wasn't too sweet. No. Huh. But I also didn't dive into like the jam part on on the top. Okay. But it was a no. It was a perfectly good balance. And it was relatively fast compared to everything else. So yeah, I grabbed it to go and we ate it up in the room. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm liking Monte Cristos because where did I go? Oh, our little breakfast place that's, you know, here by our house. They oh, have the cracked a egg. yeah, the cracked egg. They have a French toast Monte Cristo that I've tried within the last week or so when Mel was here because we went mm-hmm. with her. Um, and it's literally a Monte Cristo sandwich, but then it's dipped in French toast batter and deep fried. Holy crap, that was good too. Hmm. So I'm starting to think I'm like in the salty, <laughs> right. salty sweet thing a little <laughs> right. more. You can never go wrong when you deep fry something. I know, so. right? And then uh, we ended up uh, making our way down to New York, New York, and playing baby bubble craps, uh, individual bubble craps, which I fell head over heels in love <laughs> with and didn't want to leave at all. To, to like, I sat. Like when I even left, I, I came back because Karen was was she couldn't find the game that she was looking for there and. I really wanted to hang out with her, so I'm like, oh, I'll just play, you know, bubble crap. So, the, like the big bubble craps, you've got the community one, you know, with the, the dice in the middle, and it goes, come on, push the button, you know, it's so <laughs> annoying. But this one, and I don't know if, if Tony views, because the D has them too, it's literally an individual little bubble craps. So, there's nobody else playing on your little two little dice. You push the button whenever you want to, you don't have to wait for anybody else. Yeah, no other players are going to be joining in, it's just you. Right. I had an opportunity to to play those uh, bubble uh, the baby bubble craps down in southern Indiana. Uh, oh gosh, probably about a month ago at this time now. First time I'd ever seen it. I'd heard of them, but it was the first time I actually had ever seen the machine. And you're right. It, it's listen. I'll tell you. Um, it's you know it's 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 interesting because at the end of the day I obviously prefer a, a real craps table but I but I enjoy that when I'm with my friends so when it's when I'm with you guys when we're when we're doing a, a traditional 360 Vegas vacation we're all standing around the craps right. table that is when I love craps the absolute most yep. I will I will sell a kidney to have money <laughs> to be able to gamble at a real craps table with the 360 Vegas crew. Um, then it's, it's it's an experience. (laughs) It is. Oh, it absolutely is. But I can appreciate how for folks, maybe like my wife, uh, she's, she, and I'm not trying to be sexist here. There are guys that are like this as well, but my wife in particular, she, she's not crazy about, you know, the, the being at a, at a table with a bunch of people, she's afraid she's going to do something wrong. She'll get yelled at whatever the case might be. She knows how to play, and she loves the 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 large bubble crap, Karen, that you were mentioning, uh-huh. where they say, you know, come on, push the button. Right, the community one. When we found the baby bubble craps at at this casino down, it was um, Caesar's Southern Indiana. She really loved it because you can just smash the hell out of that button because it's <laughs> right. it's it's you know hit the button, you get a number, it pays you. Hit the button, it gives you a number, right. it, it yep. pays you. It's like much it's faster. just so fast yeah it's awesome uh but yeah it's it's again it's it's another unique way to to get to play craps um 
and and if it's the only thing available, I, I certainly would would not turn my nose up at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other thing that happened that day, we actually had a cabana reserved. Oh, that's right. At the Chelsea pool at Cosmo. And oh, th- was this on on Tuesday? On Tuesday, yep. So you know, how Monday, were the winds there? Well, so Monday. Is that what you're trying to get to? That's what I was going to get to. So so Monday here, we had the smoke from the California wildfires like settled into the valley, and it was the eeriest thing. You could not see the mountains. It looked like it was like misting or raining or something because it was just so thick. Like it it was yellow and weird and looked very apocalyptic. Then Tuesday the winds kicked in and the winds were coming in from the northeast. So it kind of pushed all that smoke back out of the valley. But we were probably gust in the 50 to 60 mile an hour range um, to the point where, so we, we go and I'm, and the temperature dropped, right? So it was 100 and, 105 the day before. Yep. And then the high on Tuesday was only supposed to be like 82, which for us is not pool weather. <laughs> we no. just, let me just put that out there right now. Well, hell, when we went down to the pool to check into it, I had jeans and a sport coat on. Yeah, Mark. I'm like, I'm not, you were like, are you going to change into your your trunks? I'm like, I'm not going to the pool. Well, I wasn't going to get in the water. There was was no way I was going to do that. But it was so windy. So the Chelsea pool, and they say it's on the 14th floor, but I think it's just the fourth floor because I've noticed at Cosmo, there seems to be a 10 floor gap in their numbering system. Mm. But anyway, it's it's elevated. And we walked out and that wind was whipping around like crazy. And so we got there like right at 10 o'clock, which is when the check-in time started. And the pool still says it's closed. And there was one girl that was waiting to go work in the gift shop. And she's like, no, they'll they'll probably open it. They're just running a little late. You know, we've, we've opened it before when it's been windy. Nope. The boss came out and said... You know, sorry, we're we're closing the pool, um, yeah. the Chelsea pool specifically, not the Boulevard not pool. The Boulevard pool. So they did offer to move us to the Boulevard pool, and I kind of just said, you know what, I think I would rather just cancel because this is not, forget the temperature, but the winds were just whipping around so crazy that it's like this is not going to be fun. Right. So we ended up canceling it yep. for the day and and readjusting our plans. And we ended up going to, we went to cafes a bunch this time. We went to the Henry at, at Cosmopolitan, uh, which I'm a huge fan of. Oh, yeah. It's a great cafe. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, if you haven't tried the Henry before, I highly recommend it. We, I tried the, uh, uh, what did they have? The Bananas Foster. Pancakes. Yeah, pancakes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were good. And then I ended up having some, uh, the next day, because we went back the next something. day for yeah. breakfast or whatever. Yeah. And so I got, I just did a, the French onion soup and a, what I was hoping was going to be a small side salad. It was not. It was gigantic. <laughs> um, the soup was delicious. The salad was good. It's just at that point, I'd already eaten the soup and wasn't that hungry. Yeah. And then the next day, I got their shrimp and grits off the brunch menu. I'm still a little bit of a mixed review on what I think about them. <laughs> okay. Because they were... They have an interesting interpretation of shrimp and grits. It was. It, <laughs> you know, again, I spent a lot of time working in New Orleans, so I've had a lot of shrimp and grits down there this had more of like a sweet barbecue sauce on the on the shrimp Hmm. um but then it also had like this it was almost like a chutney of like mushrooms and bacon and corn kind of mixed in all in it too so i I mean it was it was good it just wasn't what i was expecting the the grits were delicious they were cheddar grits they were yummy but yeah yeah, the other one was a little well iffy. i don't know that i'll i'll go back and get that one again i'll go back to their short rib benedict which is Oh yeah! Yeah. If you've never had, have you had that, Tony? Uh, No, no, I don't think I've ever eaten at the Henry. You need to. It's delicious. And then the last thing that we did uh, for this staycation was we went to check out an old Vegas staple, the Golden Steer Steakhouse. Yes. What were your thoughts of that? Um, I loved it. I thought it. It's definitely like an old school and it's not in the best location. So it's actually in a strip mall parking lot right on the corner of so Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard. It's in the Northwest corner, kind of behind the world's largest gift shop. And then you have the failed, um, lucky dragon. And then you've got the strip Uh, mall that it's in. Right. Okay. And yeah, the parking lot ever seen that, that, that sign that, that little casino they have, that's the mint sign. They redo it. Yeah. It's in that same plaza. It's in that plaza. Um, but it's it, it's been kind of on our to-do list because it's it's a Vegas staple, um, and it is a classic steakhouse. I mean, no doubt it's about it. It's an old-school classic Vegas steakhouse. What I didn't like about it is what I often don't like about these is it was 
far too casual. They were taking far too much time. Like like that whole uh, thing, like when I'm ready to order something and they're like, well, we're taking drink orders right now. I'm like going, I don't give a fuck. I'm ready for food. Here's <laughs> here's what I want. And then once the drinks come out, then the bread. No, we're not ready to order yet. So yeah, that it's a, yeah, when it, it's when a it, longer process. When a waiter tells me they're not ready to take my order, it's like, fuck you. Get off. Isn't that your job? <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. Um, they're known for their Caesar salads, with, you know, table sides. So we did that. And I think pretty much most everybody got steaks. Yeah, of course. Except now Mike got the chicken parm. Tanya got some kind of chicken. Right. I got the Dover sole that they filleted table side. Yeah. With this like lemon butter sauce. It was delicious. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I will say the steak was fantastic that I, I ended up getting. So it was, it was great. It was fun. I mean, I'd be happy to go back. The one thing I thought was weird. Was it various booths um, spread out through the restaurant? Oh, that's right. It was kind of creepy. They had mannequins. So for social distancing, oh. for social distancing to be cute, they had dressed up mannequins of like famous people. So you'd have like like a, a mannequin of Sinatra sitting in in a table, or a, a mannequin of or, Dean Elvis, or Elvis, or yeah, Marilyn Monroe, or just and I I don't know that it was all for social distancing because like the one side they had two booths that were both blocked off, like next to each other. Like if you're going to do social distancing, you do like every other one. But yeah. yeah, they had probably four or five booths that had mannequins sitting in them, which was just a little weird. It was a little unnerving. <laughs> but I, I can imagine. I, I I mean, the food was, was really good. I didn't have steak, so I can't compare it from a, a steakhouse kind of thing. But the like I said, the, the Dover sole that I got was delicious. And I would go back there and try a steak because everyone else seemed to... Even yeah, Brian see, I finished his. I, I, oh, you I couldn't, couldn't go back? No, I couldn't handle how long it takes. Okay. Well, if someone else is in town and decides they want to <laughs> give it a try, just hit me up. I'm more than happy to go. That'd be great. Yeah, it's 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 been on my to-do list forever, so I, I will uh, I may have to be that uh, that guy that that makes you go with me. But I, oh, darn. I give it a try. I have to go. I have to go eat. Oh, that's just I know, right? <laughs> I actually, I hate to say this, Mark, but there's two places I'd like to uh, check out. One is golden steer the other one is uh bizarre meats oh uh, just yes from, Tony. from the way uh, you and alistair go on and on and on about it i mean i'm, I'm not gonna lie there's a small part of me that worries that it's not gonna live up to the hype but I, I I'm, I'm also kind of going in with no expectations right like i just want to eat a whole bunch of bizarre meat right it's it's again by far my favorite restaurant yeah. i don't and i'm confident that you won't be disappointed because you will try a lot of stuff that you never thought you would. Sure. And it's all going to be awesome. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I think that's going to do it for episode number 341. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on we do that over at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360VegasTony. Karen. I am at 360VegasKaren. He just told you where you can find me. So until next time. Hey!